listener exclusive. G'day, Matt Collins here, and thank you for joining us for our special podcast, Driving Home Road Safety This Holiday Season. We have seen way too many fatalities and way too many collisions on the Riverina roads in the past couple of months, and it needs to stop now. We're about to hear from Police Inspector Scott Trewella. Not many people have more experience dealing with collisions and crashes on Riverina roads and having to deal with the fallout after fatalities. In our special podcast feature on local road safety, Inspector Truella shares with us why it's the mindset of drivers that needs to change and he shares with us the simple things we should be doing to make our roads safer. And let's face it, we made a contractual agreement when we uh, signed up to have the privilege to drive a vehicle in this state. And with so much tragedy on our roads recently, it's my opinion that this conversation is a timely reminder to all of us to be that little bit safer on the roads. Let's hear from Inspector Scott Truella. Inspector Scott Truella, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's a shame it's not under happier conditions, but uh, we are seeing an unusually high number of fatalities on our roads at the moment. It is is absolutely tragic. Paint the picture for us. Why are we seeing this, this number of accidents? Look, it's a, um, it's a difficult thing to, to really put your finger on exactly because there's a lot of figures that go around it and um, factors. And, and I guess I'd say there's one thing that we're really trying to do, which is to change the language around it. And one of those things is, you know, people use the term um, motor vehicle accident. And we're, we're saying, look, there, there is no such thing as an accident. It's a crash because road trauma is preventable. Um, you know, we've all got a responsibility there to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And in relation to what we're seeing in the country areas, unfortunately, statistically, it's shown that um, country people are far more likely to die on country roads than you are in the metropolitan areas. It's uh, just an unfortunate fact. And whether that's due to any any number of factors from being complacent due to, you know, we've got a lot of familiarity with the um, the areas that we live in. We've got wide open spaces where we might not see as much traffic, you know, that, oh, I know this road and, you know, oh, I always do this or whatever and those kinds of attitudes that can bring us unstuck. Um, you know, we've seen before there's... Um, Unfortunately, I think we've all heard the old country saying of it's not how long it takes you to get there, but how many beers it takes you to get there. Well, they're the kinds of attitudes that we, we really need to stamp out because that's the sort of thing that gets people killed. Um, in terms of what we're seeing, you know, it's we, we certainly do consider all factors behind, um, you know, what's involved and why. And when there is a, a serious uh, crash, the, we, we do get every, everyone involved. So if there's a fatality, for instance, we might look at uh, specialist investigators coming from our crash investigation unit um, or, you know, indeed our, our local highway patrol detectives, people like that to come out and get to the bottom of what happened. And we consider everything and whether that's, you know, for instance, was it fatigue was a factor? Was there a mechanical issue with your vehicle? Was it roadworthy? Um, is impairment by drug and alcohol a factor? Was it was a driver distracted by a mobile phone or other in-car entertainment or anything like that? These are all the things we need to, to look at. And I guess the the simplest way, you know, without attributing blame for any of the particular incidents, because they are, as you said, all, all um, you know, still under investigation and the like, um, you know, it's just 
we really want to drive home to people when you get your license it's a social contract you know we've all got a responsibility to make sure we're doing the right thing and we drive safely to make sure that everyone can get where they're going you know safe because if we all do that that commitment to each other stops people dying and stops people suffering lifelong injuries from collisions that are simply preventable um, because you know if someone does do the wrong thing well it could unfortunately be you or someone that you care about very deeply that's uh, impacted uh, by the lifelong impacts of road trauma and that's uh, that's the, the be all and end all reason why we're having this chat today is to remind listeners to please stay safe on, on our roads this Christmas season uh, you, you mentioned then that the, the causation of these uh, crashes as you said uh, a lot of them are still under investigation and before the courts we won't go into the specifics um, however inspector we are coming into the Christmas season and uh, historically it it is uh, a higher number of crashes. Yeah, unfortunately, look, as we see more people go onto the roads for the uh, time when we all want to be with those that we care about um, or get away from work because we've had a big year and we need to go and have a break, which is well earned, um, yeah, we do see an increase in road users uh, in areas and, and often they're not familiar with the area that they're going to and tragically at times that does lead to uh, increased numbers of collisions. But again, it doesn't have to um, if everyone does try and do the right thing. And, you know, and again, it's, it's thinking about those things such as, you know, if you're going on a big trip, um, get your car checked out. You know, are your tyres serviceable? Is your vehicle actually in a roadworthy state? Do you need to get it serviced? Um, all these little things you can do that can actually make a big difference. Taking appropriate brakes when you're driving. Like, it's not a race to get where you are. We all get sick of having those big drives and we just want it over with. But, you know, there's plenty of places to stop and have a break, stretch your legs, and we really encourage people to do it because it can be the difference between life and death. There has been an unusually high number of fatalities, as we've been talking about, but it's the fallout of those collisions that that also is uh, absolutely tragic. I mean, as a broadcaster, I am reluctant at times to to talk about these things because it's pretty heavy and it's pretty emotional. And I'm just the the broadcaster talking about the situation after the fact. I can only imagine what it's like for obviously those involved, but the police officers, the volunteers. I mean, the the, the fallout is is massive. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and as we said before, like you know, it's um, one is simply too many. Um, when it comes to this kind of stuff and you know for the people that do this job you know and whether that's you know we're talking about the police our paramedics the fireys um, our volunteers such as the VRA and SES who all certainly give up um, a great part of themselves and their own time to to help other people in these tough situations it has a lasting impact and I I think you know there's there's not many people in these jobs that you could ask you know do you remember your first and they'll be able to tell you in graphic detail what it was because these things stick with you and I think one of the hardest things as well obviously there's the mental health impact that it has in our people and we, we certainly do try and wrap as much support around them as we can in that area but there's also just that fact that you know we, we've got a you know, you're going to have to go to another one at some stage. Unfortunately, you know that's the case. And these things are preventable. And when you see some of these things that you go, like, you know, where you've got one, for instance, that's a drunk driver that's crashed and, you know, unfortunately killed somebody else, like, it's incredibly difficult to deal with because there's that frustration of, you know, we're people too. And um, we've got people that we don't, like, no one wants to see anyone die from this kind of thing. And when you're out there trying to target these issues and people just not getting the message that, you know, this is why we're we're doing it. We just don't want to see anybody die. Um, and I know I've, I've mentioned in the past that, you know, I say I would happily get up and tell the media and tell my commander at the end of these uh, big operations that we run that, you know, unfortunately, we're oh, not unfortunately, sorry, fortunately, we couldn't issue a single ticket because everyone did the right thing. And, um, 
yeah, it's just unfortunately people don't get the message and instead we, we take appropriate action to try and drive that home. Let's talk about that message. I mean, a lot of our, our younger drivers, they're not long out of high school. They've, they've had their license for maybe a year or two. Are we doing enough to create this awareness and, and importance of just, you know, how dangerous it can be out there on the roads? Yeah, look, whilst there's numerous education programs, we've got the uh, the rider program, I know is very well received in the Griffith area in particular, uh, and we've got certainly something different um, in varying areas, and we're always pushing for more and more of that to kick off with uh, the support of the community, and we've got, you know, programs like Keys to Drive where you can get uh, some free driving lessons, not just for the young people getting their licence, but also for their supervising drivers, which we'd encourage people to use. But I guess the biggest thing is, we really need that conversation to start at home because for so many people, the reality of it that, you know, a, a car's a great, a great thing to get you around somewhere and, you know, it's fun, it's, it, it brings a lot of freedom and things like that. And obviously, you know, there, there's some silly things that you can do in them, but for many people, um, they don't realise that those silly things can be fatal or cause lifelong injuries until they actually see firsthand the impact of what goes on. So that's where we'd say if, if we can all st- we've all got that responsibility to have the conversation at home and then talk to our families and whether it's talking to our kids or, you know, even to anyone of any age and from an early age driving that home, you know, yes, it's freedom, it's everything else, but it's also several tonnes of metal that can instantly kill or maim. Um, and, I, and I think if we've got that healthy respect for it and for other road users as well, it's only going to place us in a safer position. Are we doing enough? Look, I think we can all, like we're doing everything that we can. Um, obviously, anything more that we can do is going to be beneficial, but that's where as well, you know, on a personal level, local communities can get involved in that, um, getting people into those education programs, looking at some of the resources that we've got out there, um, you know, making sure that you are getting some of your lessons from the certified driving instructor as well. Like there's some brilliant programs like the Keys to Drive program, which can give some free lessons, Um as well just to get help um, not only the, the learner drivers but also those instructing them. Um, so that can be really good. And, and as well, like I said, any of those programs that we do run, like we really encourage people to get on board and have a look at what we're doing because, the you know, our role um, is... It involves education and enforcement, uh, amongst other things. But we want people to realise that, you know, the, the highway patrol and police in general, we've got, I would much rather at the end of a big operation get up on the news and say, guess what, we couldn't issue a single ticket because everybody did the right thing. Mm. No one was speeding, no one was drunk, no one was affected by drugs and we didn't have any collisions. Fantastic. Like, I'd happily go to my boss and go, guess what, we got nothing. Fantastic. And we'd all celebrate that. But unfortunately, it's just not the reality. And um, that's why we do have those, those strict measures that we do take for people and I think often they don't realise that that's what we're targeting. Like these things, you know, your speeds and that speed is a significant causal factor for road trauma. Um, it's not just you're a little bit over. It can actually, it affects your stopping distance significantly the further you go over the speed limit. Um, you know, so again, it's all those things that we go, people just need to realise and I guess take that responsibility. Inspector, your officers really drill home to drivers the four Ds when we're on the roads. Can you tell us about the four Ds? Um, I guess the biggest things that we really want to focus on are our dangerous, drunk, distracted and drug affected. 
affected drivers. And you might see some uh, material out there about our 4Ds campaign focusing on that. But, yes, yeah, certainly some of those other things do come into that, um, you know, with our dangerous drivers. We're talking about things like speed. We're talking about fatigue. We're talking about making sure that your motor vehicle is actually serviceable. Um, so if you're going to go on those big trips, make sure that you get your vehicle checked over. If you are not particularly mechanically minded, which is okay, that's why we've got people in those trades that know it, take your car to a tyre shop and get them to have a look over it. Take your car to a mechanic, make sure it's regularly serviced and it is actually roadworthy and safe to drive. Um, you know, again, make sure that you're driving not only to the speed limit but also to the conditions. You know, if you're seeing some pretty crazy weather, which we certainly have over the last couple of years, making sure, you know, just because it says 100, if it's pelting down rain, you don't necessarily have to go that fast if you can't see in front of you. You've got to make sure that you can control the vehicle, you can see what's going on and respond to anything in front of you as well. Um, certainly drugs and alcohol, if you're going to drink um, or take drugs, don't drive. It's as simple as that. You know, there there is no safe way to drive whilst impaired by any substance. And, um, you know, it's it's a great way for someone to lose their life or suffer a lifelong injury and certainly for someone to find themselves um, going to jail if they're involved in that kind of thing as well, which, again, is the last thing we want to see. Uh, in terms of our distractions, you know, we're talking about things like using your mobile phone while you're driving, being distracted by in-car entertainment systems and things like that. You know, it's... Um, responsibilities to make sure that you're in control of your vehicle at all times, doing the right thing and that you can respond to the, the unexpected, which I think we've we've all got enough experience to say we've driven down the road and seen something completely from left field that we didn't expect to happen, whether that's from another driver or an animal coming out at the side or anything like that. Um, so yeah, they're the things that we really want to have a look at. It's a very important message. We encourage you, invite you and implore you, if you are on the roads this holiday season, please stay safe. Remember, those people in the car uh, are the most valuable things on this planet. So please drive safe. And Inspector Scott Trewella, we appreciate your time today. Thanks and appreciate you having me. Take care, stay safe. A listener exclusive.